I just look it, so uncomfortable. It's just like every time you read that to me, I'm like, <laughs> is this a hamburger? Like, like what is happening? I just the logistics. <laughs> All right, and welcome to the Book Jar Podcast. My name is Marissa, and I'm here with my absolute best friend, Megan. Together, we will be talking about books and books and more books. So yeah. that's that's pretty much it. Sums it up. Sums it up. As you might have noticed, uh, we're doing a little bit of a different thing. So normally, we're a very we're a fairly clean podcast. We try to keep it so you know g or pg you know relatively so you can listen to it with youngins in the car this one's a little bit different so we're gonna start off with our normal clean rating but i do want to say that at some point i will be giving you a good 30 seconds to pause put in headphones you know get it off of a speaker whatever you need to do Mm -hmm. to be more comfortable because we will be uh, talking about mostly the worst with <laughs> ma- with maybe some, you know, some little cute, nice parts, but the worst sex scenes we've read in books. And this is not safe for work. This is, we are going to be very explicit. We are going to be saying words we don't normally say on this podcast. And we are going to be reading phrases. Yes, word for word. Word for word. So anatomy included or not sometimes, unfortunately. Yep. But just so you know, that will be coming later. But you do have a little bit of a buffer here with our regular clean rating. Yay. So how are you today, Megan, after I've done all of that? Great. I'm excited. I'm excited too. A little nervous. I think, you know, we kind of talked about that. It'll be fun though. It is. It's a little bit. It's different from what we normally do. So I feel like it is fair to be a little bit nervous about it. It's also something, I don't know. Some people don't necessarily talk about. Some quarters of the internet only talk about. Yes. So I'm glad to be like putting in my two cents for this. And I've really also enjoyed your reading history lately, which has just been like (laughs) very different. I do have to say I am taking probably a longer break from reading Not Safe for Work spicy scenes. Yeah. After this, like, I'm kind of looking you, forward to it almost because I was just like, you're like, it's my it's brain. Too much. It's too much because I'm not used to it. Yeah. And like, I love a little romance and I still love like cute kiss Romance scenes, is great. Like, yeah. All of that or like pro- proclaiming love and all that. But yeah, you need, after like, a few you, of these. You need a palate cleanse. Yeah. I need this. like a literal, literal wash of my brain. <laughs> after some of these scenes maybe pick up one of your, like your slow classics and yeah just, just really dive into the writing for yeah a little bit. exactly that's just what i need but um yeah all right so just to start we are going to be talking about what we've been reading recently and just to let everyone know as well this one's gonna be a little bit longer than normal podcast because we have quite a few books to talk about between the two of us mm-hmm. so just prep yourself for that although I'm excited about it. I'm kind of excited to like I break like, all the rules yeah, this week. <laughs> exactly. I like that we're not like putting restraints on ourselves this week because then it, it's just it's fun. free. It's going to be yeah. so free. Okay. So do you want to start or do you want me to? Because I have, I don't even know how many books. I have a lot. Oh. um, How many do you have? I have like nine, but one of them's like 
there's like a few included in one series, so I'm not like probably compared twelve. To oh, so let's wow. do like a little bit of a back and forth. How okay, let's do that. I'll, I'll start because I I do have more. So I I read I finished Yumi and the Nightmare Painter by Brandon Sanderson. I was talking about this. I was really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. The way Brandon Sanderson writes in general is amazing, but he has a really interesting talent about writing about art in a way that just makes me feel so complete as a person it made me very happy I will say I did have like a little bit like I don't think the plot was perfect there was like one little couple little things that gritted a bit and I also felt like some of the world building was a little bit more jarring than other parts of his uh storytelling tends to be so I got it it 4.75 Almost perfect. Almost perfect. Love it. Yeah. Well, I'll start with Invisible Library, which I know you read too. Yes. So I'm just like, I won't talk too much about it because we did have like our huge discussion with the 2AM book club. Yeah. 2AM book club. Um, Shout out. Anyways. <laughs> and like, honestly, like I that was probably like, I like our book club, but that was probably like one of like the most fun discussions I feel like I've had in a long time. With it was it. a very fun book. It was just like and a I fun book, helped. a fun discussion, like hearing everyone's thoughts and like, yeah, it was just like a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What did you give it? You rated it. I gave it a four. Okay, so I'll just do mine. Like, I'll just piggyback off of yours. So I did a four point seven five. I was ready for the cr- the crazy, insane, unhingedness of the world. Yeah. a little bit more, I think, than you. Yeah, I think which is was, the difference in our marks. I think. yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent expecting a lot of it, and then I think. I wanted more. There was just more that I you still wanted. You wanted more from some of the characters. Yeah. Which was a really good point that you brought up in the in the book club. And I really appreciated yeah. that. And I think like, because like I understand it's like a it's like a fairly long series now. And I totally get like she has all that time in the world to explore that. But like I think you just got book one. Yeah, I just got book one. And I ain't ready to dive into the rest of the series yet. So fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So I also read... Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. If you haven't heard about this book, I don't know where you've been. Yeah, under a rock, probably. Yeah. So I read it and then I learned a little bit more about about some of the things that I don't think were great that she did in the book. So I'm going to talk. My my rating is without this and I gave it a four. Okay. I thought it was it's pretty standard for, you know, that fast fantasy read with, you know, some spicy scenes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was still fun. I had a lot of fun with and the world itself is actually really cool. And I liked it a lot. So the little bit of critique that she's been getting online is that she used Gaelic, which is essentially like Highland Scottish okay. language to name the dragons and other kind of parts of this world and heavily influenced by that. And then she gave an interview and then very blatantly, not not to me because I don't speak Gaelic, mm-hmm. but to people who speak Gaelic, they were like, you have zero idea how to pronounce these words. So you did zero research other than like typing it into Google. And just given, and I'm not the person to talk about this. I'm not Scottish. I am not part of this history. So like definitely seek out other people. But they were talking about this is Gaelic was very much, you know, um, during the Jacobites and like all that kind of stuff that happened in Great Britain by the English. It is a language that has been, you know, there's been attempts to squash it and, you know, pull it, pull it apart and stuff like that. So it doesn't quite sit right when you start thinking about that mm-hmm. and then not really 
going that extra mile to at least learn it properly. Yeah. And just use it to kind of, it's, it's, it's not great. Yeah. So I think, I think that's all I'm going to say about it. It's not my place to talk about, I don't think, but I think it's a worthwhile thing to keep in mind. And I will say also the sequel has come out and yes. Miss Prince Galore. Oh, really? <laughs> have you not heard about I these? I haven't. No. I have not seen a person online get a normal copy of this book. Interesting. Because they probably just pumped it out so fast. Yeah, they did. The hype. And uh, uh, also I've heard kind of mixed reviews about the writing having really gone downhill. It seems like it was written really quickly and maybe yeah, not edited I've, fully. I've heard things. Yeah, I've definitely been hearing a lot of like controversial over her and her books lately and so i mean that's something we could probably delve into another time but yeah the gallic thing is something i I did want to mention i didn't know or have that knowledge when i wrote my review so it's a four based off of not knowing that i would definitely rate the writing much lower Mm -hmm. and i will probably go back and change this so that's fair that's fair what's your next book um so the next one is i finished the paper girls graphic novel fully Okay. So, I mean, that was volume two to six. So, I'm just going to include them all in the same one. Oh, absolutely. Um, And my reading ranged from like four to 4.5. I think it was the highest that so it So, overall, good. Yeah. Overall, really good. Good. To, great to excellent almost. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, every time, like, I would start a new volume I was kind of like hey where is this going like what's happening I'm a little confused because I I've talked about before but it is like a sci-fi there's time traveling there's a bunch of stuff going on so I always find with time travel that I get a little confused because it's like the timeline stuff Mm -hmm. um but by the end of the volume uh like Brian always does a great job of like having it make sense and like relate to what's been going on so that mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's why that scene happened at yeah. that particular time and just like getting to know the characters and like actually seeing like character development and stuff for a lot of them like at, in the first book I was like eh, I don't know if I like these girls like they're just kind of like I don't know there's nothing amazing there's nothing amazing the one's kind of an a-hole like I just <laughs> I don't I really don't want care. to like read about them necessarily yeah exactly but throughout the series like it just got like I just like grew to love them so much and by the time I got to the end of the final volume I was like getting emotional and I was like like, you know like they were like like hoping for I was hoping for like this happy ending like all this stuff so it was like that's what I really loved about it was I was just like I love that I wanted to see what happened to them and yeah like I really enjoyed it it's definitely different from what I normally read but I'm glad I did read it nice yeah so how many how many books did that count for so that's because that's how many I all go through. Five, five. Okay. So I have a couple of volumes of poetry that I read. So "Love Is a Very Long Word" by Melinda Bachelari. Uh, and this was a really, really good poetry collection. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I do have a pretty thorough review on my story graph. If you're so interested, four point seven five. Ooh. Letters in a Bruised Cosmos. I also read by Liz Howard. Liz Howard is a Canadian poet and love her. I just, I love her. When I was in university, she gave a talk at her, to our class. Like she just holds a little special place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one was really good. I, 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 I thought a couple of the poems could have been pushed a little bit further, to be honest. I felt like they, they, they were a little bit abrupt for my liking, but 4.75. I also read A Witch's Guide to Fake Dating a Demon. 
because well, you were doing all this work yeah. for our Not Safe for Work podcast. <laughs> I thought I should maybe do a little bit. I So I enjoyed it while I was reading it. I feel like this is how I feel about a lot of like romance. Yeah. I enjoy it while I'm reading it. I have fun and I want that to be stated. But when I look at it uh, like more and I try to like look at the parts of it, like the writing and the characters and the plot, it just kind of like stumbles. So that was the problem here. The world was not my favorite. Uh, I also really would have liked more from the plot. The mm-hmm. plot was kind of silly. And it's and it started so strong and so like I thought it was going to be actually like quite well written. And then the writing kind of fell off too. So a three. Oh, fair. Like if you if you want something fun and you're looking for something in this genre and you love the idea of a witch summoning a demon and not knowing how to get rid of him, which is essentially the plot of the book and potentially, I don't know, maybe falling in love with him. <laughs> this is a, a great read for you, but don't expect like stunning writing, stunning mm-hmm. character development, anything like that. You're really going in for, for the quirk and the plot kind of thing. Uh, I talked about the Invisible Library, but I also read um, On Balance by Sinead Morrissey. Uh, So this was a fun little book. It's a book of poetry. (laughs) Opened it up, forgot it was signed by the author (laughs) and like personalized. Like I met her. Yeah. And so that that was that was a whole thing. But uh, and this one, I some poems were fantastic and then others like really fell short for me and by really fell short i mean i gave it a 4.25 so still really good yeah but not as good as the other ones i read and then i'll do one more and then i'll go back to you if that's okay Mm -hmm. so i have guardians of the dawn uh zara which is like one of my fancy little books it's (laughs) by s j jones and uh i said those like zeds by the way that was just my pronunciation messing with me that was just j that was just me not being able to talk okay <laughs> i said the s and my mouth stopped functioning <laughs> uh so i thought this was really fun i the plot fell off for me and you know the ending i didn't love so my post reading rating was actually 3.25 wow which I don't normally end up doing. Mm-hmm. Overall, it was a 3.75. It's it's young adult, but not super young adult, except when the plot started to kind of fall apart to me. I was like, oh, this feels like it was maybe overcommitted at the beginning and then tried to like mm-hmm. slough it off without like, don't look over there. <laughs> and so that kind of ruined it. Wow, that was a good variety there. Yeah, lots of variety. Yeah. My next one, so I was kind of like, you know what? And it's getting near the end of October. I mean, mm, some more. I think I know which one. Halloween reads and stuff. This is the X Hex, isn't it? Well, that's one of them. <laughs> I can talk about that one first, though. So that I did read the X Hex by Aaron Sterling. I gave this one four stars. Okay, that's pretty good. It was not. It wasn't bad. I liked it. Um, again, picked it up because I was like, well, I want something that's like witchy vibes, Halloween vibes, and also like will help with this current well, maybe spicy podcast. Scene? Yeah. yeah, and I didn't really know what to expect because I've ne- I'm I don't like reach for witch books typically. Yeah. Like at least not like the modern day like modern day witch. Like, yeah, more full fantasy, high fantasy, or historical yeah, yeah like i'm that's what i'll more lean toward not just like she's like a professor at a school and she's a witch and i'm like yeah not my typical read so yeah. it was cute i liked that she had it was kind of like 
the old flame comes back to town and they obviously like have their thing again. Mm-hmm. But back when they were like first broken up, she ends up doing this like hex on him with her cousin. And they're like, oh, it's nothing. Like we don't even do hexes. Like we can't even do them at all. And <laughs> so they didn't think anything of it. But then when he comes back in town, all of a sudden, all the magic in this town is like kind of getting messed up. He's like having all this bad luck all of a sudden, yeah. like all these things that are like she's like concerned that she actually like cursed him. Yeah. And it's super cute. But they're like need to figure out like how to fix like this pool of magic that like keeps this town going basically and yeah it was just like a super fun light read there was a lot of like funny moments the like spicy scenes were like not bad and they actually use like anatomically correct words yes (laughs) okay okay and yeah it was always a nice little little check mark yeah exactly like and it was just like a very fun and funny read like i i don't have anything like really that much yeah yeah to say about it like I think it was still missing some for the plot and stuff like that and character development. But overall fun. Okay. So the next on my list is, I'm just going to do two at once here because they were both short and I I read them on the same day. (laughs) (laughs) So I I ordered a book haul, which we won't talk about that. But in the, yeah, I felt guilt as soon as it came. I was like excited and then it came in and then I was like, I have to read some of these books immediately. So I grabbed two of them Mm -hmm. and I finished both of them. They were both books of poetry. Uh, One was called I Hope This Finds You Well by Kate Bauer. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Uh, She does erasure poetry, which is essentially taking a source and then removing words until you have the poem left so you're taking something and repurposing it it's it always got a really warm spot in my heart when it's done really well Mm -hmm. and some of the poems like i think there was a a handful of them were really good like i actually took pictures of the pages because i liked that they stood on their own but they also really related back to their source text and then others were just like not as good and the concept around this collection was she essentially was just finding things online that were misogynistic and that sort of thing. So when people would send her like hate mail and stuff like that, she would take the hate mail and turn it into a poem. And that's a really beautiful idea. Mm -hmm. In order to balance out the collection, I guess, she also did it when people would send her like nice emails and that's those ones i always just felt like like she didn't add anything new with her erasure and so i was just like this is not transforming you just like simplified their message and for me that wasn't as gooey juicy goodness like Mm -hmm. that i love to feel with poetry so overall it was a 3.5 some of them i would have given a five but others really fell flat for me so that's where it evened out and then i read paint me like i am which is, besides having a really cool name, uh, it's a collection of poems from teenagers uh, who belong to a group called Writers' Corps in the U.S. And I guess the purpose of this group, this is the first I heard about it, this group essentially reaches out to at-risk teens and essentially gives them outlets for their, you know, their lives and any sort of trauma that they might be going through and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, it was kind of what you would expect with teen poetry. Some of them were really good. And you were like, wow, can't believe that. Like, I would look up a couple of people's names to see if they went on to write more because I actually really liked their writing. 
Others, you could definitely tell, were written by, you know, like a 13-year-old. Yeah. It was still fine, but it was definitely a 13-year-old writing it. So it was, it was actually really hard for me to rate. So I really took it at value of like, this. these are teenage writers. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four for the collection. I, I don't think there was any poem that I had a, like, I was like, why is this included? But there were a lot of poems where you could definitely, you know, tell that they were still learning their craft, but it was overall a very enjoyable read at the same time. Love that. Yeah. All right. Um, I got Mr. Magic by Kirsten White, which I've been looking forward to for a long time. Okay. She is also the author of Hyde, which I've talked about before. Yes. And loved. Um, this is a horror thriller novel. Okay. And you have a look on your face and that's I, I feel <laughs> I liked it. You I liked, liked it? it. Yeah. I I I just feel like it's hard to talk about horror books sometimes because like I don't know. Nobody's judging. No one's judging. I like it was definitely different. Like to me it's like it wasn't super horror esque more yeah. like a thriller yeah like, there was a supernatural element to it so i think that's kind of where it gets this like horror right but it wasn't like from. full horror yeah it wasn't like i could see if i was a character in that situation totally would be a little freaky it's it's hard with books i think to mm-hmm. get that horror like fully yeah like because i just i i always feel like if it was a movie i couldn't be watching the scene but i can definitely be reading it yeah and so yeah it's just i've never had a book actually like fully freak me out yeah like there's definitely like i feel like that'd be such a hard genre to write and just yeah the different types of horror i've read and they're all so different and like i don't yeah like there's always scenes that stick out to me Mm -hmm. that i'm like that's actually really terrifying if i was like in that if this was real life um but i there was a lot of other concepts I really enjoyed about it. Like it's about this 90s TV show mm-hmm. and kind of the child actors are all grown up now and they're mm-hmm. trying to get together and they're actually going to do like a reunion podcast of this TV show. Mm-hmm. And it was very nostalgic in that way. Like I definitely mm-hmm. thought of like like Barney or like just stuff like that, like back in the day yes. that I loved watching as yeah. a kid and like watching these like children just like having the best time of their life like learning all these like lessons and stuff like that and to like use that idea and make it into this like like creepy kind of thing was like really fun Mm -hmm. like I really enjoyed how she did that yeah I don't know like I, I overall I really really enjoyed it and she put some interesting concepts in there and it was just like super original in my okay. opinion and i don't know what else i want to say about it like you I just think, enjoyed it i just enjoyed it i think people should read it if you're looking for something different it i gave it a 4.5 stars so oh, fantastic yeah. uh so i also read soul of the deep which uh if you remember last year i read a book called skin of the sea Mm-hmm. So this is the second and final book in this duology, and it's by Natasha Bowen, and I liked it a lot. <laughs> the The concept of Skin of the Sea is essentially like a little bit of a Little Mermaid reimagining, but it takes place in 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 Africa during the slave trade, and I just have to like absolutely say that Bowen. I don't know how she melds such serious topics with like, because it's a fantasy novel as well. Obviously, it's got mermaids with like certain levity that just needs to be there for the fantasy portion. Like she just did a really good job. And I love that a lot. I thought personally with this one, 
I wanted it to be so much longer. It was a very short. It was only 300 pages and like a lot happened. And so I found that it was kind of moving too fast Mm -hmm. for my liking. And maybe this is because I've been reading a lot of like Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson and they they think a novella is like 300 pages. (laughs) So like, you know... I'm used to like taking our time here. So maybe that's playing into it. But I would have loved this to be like a lot longer. And I just felt like it got a little bit rushed in certain sections. And because of that, I missed out on like characterization. But overall, really good. 4.25. Very good. Yeah. Um, My last one. Fantastic. Is All of Our Demise, which is the second book and last book of the All of Us Villains duology. Yes. Which I read... Not too long ago, actually. So I'm kind of like proud of myself for actually like finishing, finishing a series. series. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt after Soul of the Deep. I was like, part of the good feeling of it, I was like, this is yeah. just like crossed off it my list just, now. It feels nice. I don't have it like looming over my head. But yeah. it was, I gave this one a 4.75, like, which is probably one of the highest books I've read recently. Yeah. And I think I compared the first book to like Hunger Games, Magical Hunger Games. And I feel like that doesn't give it enough credit. Yeah. Like it just like has its it own goes deeper elements. Than that. Yeah. It just has like a completely different element to it. I really, I still really enjoy like all the different point of views in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just a very satisfying resolution at the end. Yeah. And the whole time you're like, I know this is the last book. So you know, like there's going to be a resolution, but it was like you were still like on the edge of your seat. Like, hey, are they actually right up until the end? Yeah. Like, yeah. so it was really good. There was the whole time I was like, I really don't want anyone to like have serious consequences at the end of this. <laughs> you're like, please. I was like, please. I love everyone. But how they finished it, I think was the right way to do it. Okay. And they did a really good job of it. So, yeah, I I think it's a really interesting young adult fantasy read about, like, magical things. So mm-hmm. if that's up your alley, I definitely suggest checking it out. Okay. Well, so my last one is A Dreadful Splendor by B.R. Myers. So this is a historical fiction book mystery thriller where we follow a medium who goes around and holds um like speaks to people's loved ones who have recently died and she is a fan she scan she's a scam artist Mm -hmm. and she gets arrested because she gets caught stealing from her clients and then somebody approaches her and says that their lord needs to get over the death of his essentially like fiance who died right before their wedding and if she she could hold a fake seance to like talk to this dead fiance and then as soon as she gets to this manor the lord approaches her and says that he actually wants to hold he knows she's a fake and wants to hold a fake seance to out the person he believes who murdered oh his fiance so she's in a very precarious situation yeah her freedom relies on her appeasing the first person because mm-hmm. his deal is he'll keep her out of prison if he can, if she can do this. And then like weird stuff starts happening around the manor that she can't explain. And it's like one of those like, oh, are there really ghosts? Are mm-hmm. there not? Like what is going on here? It was super fun. I blew through this. Like I read it in one sitting because I was like, I have to, like, I have to know what's going on. 
I'm not going to spoil it because I actually kind of think you would really like it. <laughs> it sounds cool, actually. <laughs> it's like romance, mystery, fiction, like historical. It's got a little <laughs> bit of everything. I will say, I think, without spoiling, I think the author at the end tried to tie up too many threads. Mm-hmm. And it really ruined the ending for me. So that's one of the reasons I gave it a low mark. But like 90% of the book, 95, I think even like 98% of the book, I thought it was going to be in the four star range. And then it really fell apart at the end. Oh, no. I still think it's worth a read for yeah. you specifically. So, uh, but I gave it a 3.5. Okay. So it really fell off at the end. Yeah. But it was it was fun at the same time. That one sounds pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. So if I may, this is your warning. This is your (laughs) warning. This is it. If you've been listening and you're going to just save this for later or this is just not your vibe at all, we appreciate you tuning in anyway. I'm going to just ramble for a couple more seconds to hopefully help people kind of get out. Yeah. So we're just going to we're just going to give a couple more seconds for you to you know switch off yeah but this is your final morning after this point we are going to be swearing we are going to be using anatomy (laughs) that you might not want young children to hear if you haven't had certain conversations with them yet Mm -hmm. i mean or you can just show them this and be like this is your education on the matter (laughs) i don't know if this is gonna be a good education (laughs) i think that's the problem all right so that is your final warning And now we enter our topic. So, Megan, let's do this. This feels illicit. Like, I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to swear. How how do we start this? Yeah, how How do we start? (laughs) So, I want, how do you want to start? Do you want to start? I just have so many scenes. Do you want to, do you want to talk about one that's maybe like a little bit less R-rated? Okay. And I've talked about before. Yeah, let's do that. So, let's start. I I wonder if you can kind of almost guess what I'm going to start with. It is a book I read last year. Okay. The scene in discussion today uh, involves the breasts. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you remember this one? I remember. I don't remember the name of it, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you know. I think you know the line that I'm about to read. Yes. So this is from The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Cute enemies to lovers. Definitely. It's got, it's got a good vibe. I, I even... Like the way everything started, it was very sweet. And then very quickly, I was just uncomfortable. Yes. Like, because it starts and it's like, whatever. And there, there's some problems with it that go beyond this that I also want to talk about. But this is the line. <laughs> I can't even do it. So should I give a little lead up into it or just go right into it? Do a little lead up. Okay. Yeah. So his palm pressed against her spine and olive arched a little more, an offering of sorts. That's probably an insult. She breathed out with a smile, considering that you only like wheatgrass and broccoli. Oh, he could fit her entire breast in his mouth. <laughs> All of it. He groaned in the back of his throat and it was clear he'd love to swallow her whole. I just... Look- it- so uncomfortable it's just like every time you read that to me i'm like (laughs) is this a hamburger like Like, what is happening i just the logistics (laughs) involved and i remember i stopped reading and i just sat there for a second like how and then i i know on a previous podcast i'm gonna steal your joke because it was great yeah but you're like i'm just imagining him unhinging his jaw (laughs) yeah like Like a snake or something 
it is it is really bad the other thing that this book definitely falls victim to is and this is just unhealthy body images Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she 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 is just so small right and she's so small this is and he can't even get like a finger inside of her that's what they say in this book yeah so he says because she almost screamed when he pushed one finger inside oh uh this time it's i can't (laughs) this time it sank like a water into a rock into water smooth and without obstacle and her walls clamped on it as if to welcome adam and hold him inside jesus (laughs) he licked her clit again you are so small and tight and warm no (laughs) i just there's there's a lot happening I have a I have a, I have a thing scene. though. So like youngins, if if there's any people who have who have not had a lot of sexual encounters, mm-hmm. hurt bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I also just like the, and this woman. This is I I know it can be kind of sometimes a little bit less avoidable with like first times and stuff like yeah. that. Can be it's just might be just a little bit more uncomfortable. But I'm just going to tell you, like, you, it, it's not this girl's first time. And it's very treating it like the virginal yeah. thing. And I don't like that. Yeah. Because, you like, mm-hmm. we're writing, we're writing a dirty novel. Let's not pretend we're better than sex. Like, it's yeah. just a weird hypocrisy yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if it's hurting, bad. Where's the foreplay? Like, come There's on, There's so sir. much foreplay, too. And I'm like... <laughs> So like, so obviously that is real bad. So that's real hurt. bad. Like, sh- should not hurt, girl. Yeah, it should not be painful. If this is painful, get yourself checked. Yeah, there's there's something else happening. There's some small, tight, and like not good things to strive for. Yeah, yeah. Let's I've, just say that it made me very uncomfortable. I feel like I kind of see where like the author was trying to go with that, but you could have done it without the the pain. I think the aspect. pain of it and like you know at one point he's like oh you're basically a virgin and i was like let's Mm. not do this well yeah because then yeah there's just so much wrong with that there's (laughs) so much wrong with it yeah i can't even like start talking about it (laughs) (laughs) like i don't even know where to start but yeah that's interesting yeah so you know what and i will say the book is not this is not the worst one i i wanted to i wanted to ease into things as that's apparently fair. he tried to do unsuccessfully. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's your turn. Where do you want to okay. start? I'm going to start off real, real easy here because I'm, you know. We got to ease into we it. We just got to ease into it. So this one is more so like the lead up into sort of spicy scene. But okay. like I will say that is where like almost all of my best scenes yeah. are coming in is is in the lead up or in the like in the build up to it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah so i'm going to start with the x hex by aaron sterling which i recently read yeah and so the first time our main characters are and like this scene is this, they, so is this this is good this is a good one yeah okay so like this scene um they don't actually have end up having sex like they could have but they got interrupted you know how it be oh always oh, when do they ever that. get to you know <laughs> yeah do anything on the first time yeah, never so they're in a library doing some research as you do but they're in like their own little private like area okay so first off <laughs> all the ones that are like in public very uncomfy i'm like yes. why yeah like but like they're in a private 
They're in a private little nook. Little, okay, I'm. It's I'm, like I'm a room. On board. Okay. It's like a little like study room almost. Okay. Um. There's a door. There's a door. There's a there's door. a door that changes things. Uh, okay, so you know this is when they've rekindled their kind of attraction for each other. They're mm-hmm. in this library, and so and if I were to kiss you now, Reese said, his voice gone low as he looked down at her. Would that refresh your memory? She was going to tell him to fuck off or slap him, possibly knee him in the balls. Those were all things he was ready for. What Reese had not expected was for her to step so close that their bodies aligned chest to chest, hips to hips. Go for it. That's what she says. (laughs) I love it. And then obviously the next chapter, it starts with them like their lips meeting and them kissing and like It, it escalates. It escalates to like her on the table it's like a whole thing so can i just say that's actually i'm just gonna like jump off of that one because (laughs) uh, i mean you also saw my face for people who didn't see my face that was i was mm -hmm, i was in i was into it it. i was loving it it. so i have the hating game by sally thorne and so this one is you know we've got we've got enemies we've got two people work together they hate each other they literally just spend all their workday like throwing insults at each other and like trying to undermine the other one. And, you know, at one point she goes over to like mess with his desk to see if he'll notice. <laughs> and then like yeah. he, he like clearly notices and she's like, what's wrong? What's, <laughs> what's wrong? So all of this stuff. And so what happens in this is she has a dirty dream about him mm. and she's like, absolutely not. Like, we are not having this. I, and she feels like he's one up to her, even though it was like her subconscious, which is hilarious. But so she says, next day, I'm going in my hottest outfit. Because <laughs> if course. I fantasized about him, he yeah. has to fantasize oh. about me, right? Yeah. yeah. So she shows up and he's like jaw dropped, like very classic, like, damn. Yeah. And then he starts to make fun of me. And he's like, what, you got a hot date? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he gets like kind of pissy about that, <laughs> so, which I'm like, love it. Yeah. Love this. Yeah. So she makes up this like fake date and then she goes and finds a real one. Mm-hmm. And then she tells him where it's at. And he's like, oh, I'm going there after work, too. So oh, I guess I'll you. give you a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and so they get in the elevator <laughs> and they're just insulting each other just insulting each other and then he she's like oh i finally get to see your car i bet you do drive like uh like a volkswagen beetle like all this stuff and then he he's like yeah whatever he's like not really having it and then He's like, oh, well, you drive this car. And she's like, yeah, you're a stalker and all this stuff. And then she says he has serial killer eyes. <laughs> and he and then he goes, you've got your horny eyes on. And she says, nope, these are my serial killer eyes, too. And then he takes a deep breath and he presses the emergency stop button. Oh. And she's like, please don't kill me. Like, I was joking. Like, she's actually kind of freaked out a little bit. And then... And then he just lifts her up. So he scoops me off the floor by my waist and balances my ass on the handrail I've never noticed before. My arms drop to his shoulders and my dress slides up to the top of my thighs. When he glances down, he lets out a rough breath, which sounds like I'm strangling him. And then 
they like talk in this position which i was like that's a little uncomfy (laughs) and then and then she just like touches his chest and she goes oh holy shit and then they just start making out (laughs) and i was like i love this i love because i also love the situation afterwards they stop making out and he's like like where am i taking you now because you were like lying about the date and then she's like no i have a date and he's pissed and i was like (laughs) this is perfection yeah this is amazing this is like most of the scenes in this novel are like that so if you like that definitely check that out i like that i just like love the like like harmless banter that just like gets the tension up yeah and then it ends up like with a satisfying payoff i guess yeah like it's just fun to read and you're like what's gonna happen next and then i like that because it's kind of like a little bit of a twist yeah she has a date she (laughs) she actually has a date (laughs) what's gonna happen now yeah what are they gonna do that's i i really like that that's super cute yeah i'm still gonna keep it light still with the we're still on the light we're still on the light i just want to add this again because like i know we're gonna start getting into like our worst scenes and like i just want to add one more little cutie scene and still in the x hex and the scene where they actually like well i can't remember i don't think they actually have sex in it but they like he ends up helping her have an orgasm (laughs) (laughs) i'm still getting used to how to say this stuff in the podcast i'm like oh wait i can say the word we're about to make fun of authors for not saying i know megan's like helped her (laughs) yeah i was like wait i can actually say what i'm meaning um but it's really romantic like the room itself that it happens in is like Aww. the back storage room of like this um kind of like magic shop or whatever and it's hexed so that it changes with like the time of day and like time of year and stuff so they like walk in and it's enchanted to like like be nighttime there's stars in the sky there's candles lit the fire's on like it's just like a super romantic setting and yeah it was just like a really cute scene that happened well that's 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 it you you like the classic romance hey i like yeah i just like it was very it was very sweet because like i think like i've read a few during this that were like very like rough and ready to go yeah. <laughs> and i was like this one was actually and it was he a actually change of like pace. it was a change of pace and he was like very sweet and he was just like is this okay like can i kiss you kind of a thing so and i will I like, say yes. i will say the spanish love deception kind of had mm-hmm. a little bit of that moment and so did uh witch's guide to fake dating a demon mm-hmm. like they they were like kind of getting hot and heavy like throughout the book and then like like do you want to i want to like i really want to like do this and when it actually happened, it's like very sweet. Aw. And I, I did I did enjoy like that was how it happened. Yeah. Um, okay, so the one I'm gonna this one's gonna cause a little bit of an explanation because it's fantasy mm-hmm. and it involves like a non human like a humanoid but non human race. Okay. Uh marrying a human. Okay. And so essentially the, it's like a it's a marriage of convenience or it's like an arranged marriage they are trying to unite these two like fantasy races and these two people kind of get caught in the mix of it and like neither of them find the other attractive because it's just like like he is like like almost gray skin it's Mm -hmm. described and like sharp teeth and like claws like 
it's very like and then he describes her as having horse teeth <laughs> because they're not sharp and yep. that she's like way too pink yeah and like that kind of thing so they're just like and I thought it was gonna be a little bit of like enemies to lovers kind of thing but it was actually friends to lovers so this is oh, radiance cute. and I've talked about it before and it's radiance by grace draven but she she basically like you know they're like they like meet before the wedding they're making fun of each other so there's like a healthy banter between them they basically just call each other ugly the entire book because they don't find each other attractive at first and then slowly it just like they get closer and closer and then they they sleep at different times during the day like he's he's awake at night because the light like his eyes are different so like he can't see very well in the light and she's obviously human so she can't see very well at nighttime Mm -hmm. so they like have different like it's just weird (laughs) and then so they but they start sleeping in the same bed as an attempt to like become friends and they eventually know that they're gonna have to like consummate the marriage but they haven't yet and so he gets his race goes through something where he just gets really horny um Mm -hmm. and so he tells her to leave then they normally would spend the night together but he's like he has like an over influx of emotion and he's just he's real horny he he wants to fuck something yeah and so he's like i don't want to take basically i don't want to take you against your will and like i would never do that but like i need you to not be here and she's like okay cool like great communication healthy communication boundaries got it she goes (laughs) into the next room like back to her room and she just sleeps there and then he like gets out all of his like emotions and he's like going (laughs) it's really cute he's like going and he like he's he's like training during the day and and his like first off like officer person is like what are you doing like it's blinding you like Mm -hmm. why are you out here and he's like he's like I needed to get out some like emotion frustration stuff like that and he's like like okay why don't you go to bed like you're supposed to be sleeping right now like it's the middle of the day why aren't you asleep and he's like I don't know. And then he's like, he gets all pissed off. And then he's like, I miss my wife. Aww. <laughs> and I just remember that was really cute. But he also, he, he like goes to go to bed and he's like, I can't sleep without her next to me. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the room and he just picks her up. And he's just like, in, from my perspective, he was just like, he just wanted her in his room. And she, she's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, is it? is it like time is it nighttime already like should I wake up and he's like no I just like unlike you I can't sleep without you anymore (laughs) and she's like like whose fault is that you told me to leave like I'm not (laughs) feeling guilty for getting my sleep and they have this nice little banter and then like he carries her back to his bed and then she's like playing with his like hair and face and stuff like that and then he's like he just kind of has like a fuck it moment and he's like he's like listen I am no poet possessing honeyed words he said but i you've always known me to be forthright with you i want you want to sink so deep into you that no neither of us will know where one begins and one ends i've never forced a woman and i never will if you refuse me there is no ill will between us and then she just like kisses him and i just i freaking loved that Mm -hmm. i adored it it was really cute they have a little moment where he's trying to kiss her and not cut her mouth open with his really sharp teeth, <laughs> which was a little awkward. But I liked yeah. the like initial start to it. I liked that it came from like a place of like friendship and understanding all this stuff. Anyway, that was a really good one. That's really cute. 
that kind of reminds me of something a little opposite of that. <laughs> Which I wasn't going to talk that about. Was, this is like probably my last good one. Okay. So let's go. We want to go into the worst? Yeah. Let's just go yeah. into the worst. Let's start off slow. So this is from The Crown of Gilded Bones. And that's not a great start. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, um, Jennifer, I think Jennifer L. Armento, I believe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I've talked about this book before. Is this the one with the carriage? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with the, the scene that you reminded me of. So this is the third book of the series for those who have not read it and are wanting to. There's going to be spoilers. So just FYI. Yeah. FYI. So kind of same idea like she's like i don't well i don't remember what the guy is he's like either some i don't know i can't i don't even know this is how much i didn't really like the book <laughs> and like it's been so long but he like has like this part of him that's like can be very feral and stuff like that and okay. then she so they're like supposed to get married all this stuff but he's like not pressuring her to do anything but he also like kind of flirts with her and is like I know what would help you relax. Like that kind of a yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. You're like sleeping in the same bed, all of these things. And there is this one time where he's like having a nightmare or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like not himself. And his like eyes are like black. And he's like, mm. his nostrils are flaring, like a whole thing. That's horrifying. But he's like, whatever's happening is like making him super horny. <laughs> and he like... <laughs> Kid, like smell her and she's just like trying to sleep <laughs> and i mean this is kind of like to me is a little uncomfy because it kind of goes on the verge of like definitely no consent but he which is what i will say i appreciate radiance that like we went into that like feral thing but we didn't cross into like non-consensual yeah. at all yeah like he was very much like i'm going to be in control of this mm-hmm which I like, yeah, like, I like that. I appreciate I, that. I, you know what? I don't mind a feral guy. Yeah. But, like, he can't be, like, uncontrollably feral. Exactly. Like, also, Tamlin with Feyre, mm. where he's, like, during the, like, springtime festival thing, that mm-hmm. scene where he's just like, I can't control myself. Yeah. I will fuck all the women. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. like, it's it's a very uncomfy for me. I'm just, no. Yeah. yeah. No, you have impulse control. You, yeah, like, it just... Anyways, so he, anyway, so he, this guy he ends up like spreading her legs and eating her out, and she enjoys it. But he's like not really aware of what he's doing because he's like in this feral state of mind. Yeah. Until I don't know if someone interrupts them or what happens. So like, anyways, your scene kind of reminded me of that, but like obviously yours was more sweet and cute, and this is more like what did I just read? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like this is not right. But, yeah. So there's good. Im- that I was, yeah. I was I think I was really impressed with Radiance because it took something I normally don't like mm-hmm. because it's never used well and made it just used well yeah and like healthy relationship healthy boundaries yeah and what's a bigger turn on than that <laughs> right <laughs> we're all so true that's what we're gonna learn at the end of the That's podcast what we're learning here yeah all right do you want me to dive into like a little bit more of an aggressive one first i feel like you're still you i got think a little... you go ahead i definitely could do you have... want it i'm gonna leave you a choice do you want to hear about a touch of darkness or a court of silver flames you know let's do a court of silver flames okay so i have quite a few for a court of okay. silver flames okay i do want to go back to the crown of gilded bones but we can do that oh, whenever oh, do, do you want to keep going sorry i didn't mean to interrupt oh, that's go okay. ahead i mean 
all right okay (laughs) we'll figure this out as we're going along here so you mentioned the carriage oh yes the carriage scene yeah and sorry i was somewhat hoping we wouldn't talk about that i know i'm just kidding (laughs) do we have to yes we've been waiting for this um so the carriage scene yeah spoilers again guys she has this power that she can heal people and there is a scene i just i can't i can't (laughs) there is a scene and i'm gonna have to pull up the actual scene here after i describe like the lead up to it do you want to find the scene and you want me to describe the lead up okay because i think i remember you think you remember here let me try to summarize Okay, okay 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 so what i remember of you saying about this is that a child dies gets hit by a carriage and then because she has this healing power so she literally like brings him back mm-hmm. or them back mm-hmm. to life and mr love interest whose name i do not know is literally like i must have you now that made me <laughs> so horny and she's like let's do this and yeah. they either like right then and there where like everyone has to like clear the room that the child was healed in or they go somewhere semi-private yeah, and they just they 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 have at her. So it's definitely okay. So they don't do it right there. I definitely when I remember it, I'm like he just straight up took her somewhere else, and like there was no thought to what just happened at all. It was like must sex now. But what happens is they are like walking away, and <laughs> we're gonna read the scene. Okay, so instead of taking me to where Seti waited, Castile looked at Kieran. He didn't speak, and again, I was amazed at how they seemed to communicate or know each other so well that words weren't necessary. Kieran's like a sidekick guy, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they weren't now because a slow grin ticked across Kieran's face as he said, we'll wait for you here. Um, and then there's like a bunch of stuff happens. He takes her into this like kind of semi-private area, not really. Um, so she's describing the area. It's kind of like this nice little, I don't know, courtyard i guess with flowers all this stuff i picture it as like a courtyard between like apartments and stuff so i'm like hey if you looked out the window you're just gonna see this like i don't know but yeah a little uncomfy (laughs) so she's like this garden is beautiful (laughs) and he's like i really don't give a fuck about the garden (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) he said your thoughts not important yeah don't care He's like, my eyes widened, but before I could respond, he turned, pressing me oh. back against the stone wall. In the dim lights, his eyes were a luminous, churning honey color. You know, don't you? <laughs> Why is that the worst part of that? <laughs> Just wait. Castiel folded his hand behind my head as he leaned into me. Against my stomach, I could feel the hard, thick length of him always, as always he brushed the hard, his lips thick across length. my temple. What you did back there. And then like they talk about how she healed this kid and that shouldn't be possible. And then he's like, it shouldn't be. He agreed, sliding a hand over my bare arm and then across my chest. A curl low in my stomach made itself known as his palm grazed my breast. Not Not for a mortal. We're done talking about the child that almost died. Immediately after they just talked about this and they're like, oh, but back to sexy thoughts. (laughs) He's like, not for a mortal, not for an Atlantean or even a deity. His hand slipped over my hip and then my thigh. I could feel the heat of his palm through the dress as he skimmed past the woven dagger. Only a god can do that. Only one god. And then talking about it. Um, the sheer intensity of the way he claimed my lips cut off my words. <laughs> that low curl. Again, the low curl in her stomach. Can we just, <laughs> like, this? this is a lot of... This is very Sarah J. Mollis not naming the thing. Yes. Just name the thing. 
Yes. And I'm going to, let me see. I, I won't read it all, but um, let's see what some fun things he says. Um, shock at his intentions warred with the illicit pulse of pleasure. The pulse of pleasure. Yep. And she's Sorry, like, the illicit pulse of mm-hmm, pleasure. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're in public because they're in public. But it's like a little private it's because semi-private, yeah. Kieran got all his woven peeps to like stop people from coming in, basically. Even though it's like still outdoors in the middle of the city. And yeah, so he's like, not really... And the tips of his fangs grazed the underside of my jaw. And every muscle in my body seemed to clench. Up and up it went until his fingers... Just becomes a rigid board. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, it's just so... I'm like, what is happening? And she's like, there are people around. A breathy moan escaped me as the skirt rose above the dagger. Somewhere. (laughs) And he's like... "Um, they're at the mouth of the alley so this is where he's describing where the wolven are and he's like there's no one around don't worry about it and then it has the sex scene of him like fucking her against the wall naturally naturally and at the end he's like you know what it is a beautiful garden (laughs) (laughs) after he just got his needs met hey yeah so anyways that whole scene just yeah it just made me uncomfy it just made me uncomfy because i'm like you know what i i don't know in my opinion i wouldn't be like super turned on by someone to go have sex with them immediately after this like pretty like like i would say that's like a pretty pivotal moment in this series well he said something about like only a god can do that so he he was basically like in his head this is why he's so turned on he's like i'm gonna fuck a god yeah he's like that's what just happened yes <laughs> oh my god yeah, so i just like after that i personally stopped reading the crown of gilded bones and even reading it i'm like you know what i don't have the mental capacity to read however many pages this book is with sex scenes randomly thrown mm-hmm. in like that i just can't so there was that okay so let's let's go to sarah j moss let's do it hilarious okay i just have to mention some honorable mentions of um mm-hmm cringy moments that i just think happen in this series yes so we can't go i didn't find the passage it's written in it might secretly be in one of these that i'm about to read because she does like to use it a lot but velvet wrap steel yes <laughs> okay this is sarah jimoff velvet velvet wrap steel uh we also have Feyre at one point stroking his wings to okay. make him come oh yeah, because his wings are sensitive. And we also... I just sorry, I just got to comment on that. Like, wings are exposed to a lot of things yeah, in right? a day. Mm-hmm. And that, <laughs> so just, as he's like, as they're having sex, she literally just reaches up and like touches the edge of his wings. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh. like, <laughs> that's oh, it. <laughs> that's it. It's over. over. <laughs> um, also, we have in the third book of the series, they have they have sex which her moans cover up the people like they have sex in the middle of a camp at war and her moans like one of the lines is like her moans covering up the sound of people dying oh no and i was just like this is is not this is not (laughs) what i want here uh but we have in this one so this one follows nesta and cassian okay and they have a very they have an angry sex relationship for a little bit so they like they're basically trying to one-up each other in a very unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. And so she initiates this this uh, this scene. But there's so much here that I need to talk about. So <laughs> we have... Here, we're just going to start here. His tongue traced a line up the column of her neck, dragging heat in its wake, and reached that spot just below her ear that had her clenching... Clench. 
Got yep. out the clenching. Had her whimpering. He let out a laugh against her skin like that, he murmured, and licked it again. So first off, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't want to yuck someone else's yama, as you said <laughs> yeah. last time. But the, like, just straight up licking her neck like an animal, just, I was like, it gave me the ew. Like, it yeah, gave, that's a ick. little ew. I don't like that. Mm-mm. And then the next line, literally the next words is her breasts ached. <laughs> no. I don't like I don't want to get into it too much, but I don't relate. Like, maybe, like, more, like, nipple play, sure, but breasts ache? I don't... Yeah. I don't see how that... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so then, you know, then we've got, you know, he he's like, oh, you're so responsive, because she starts kind of making some noises, and she doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So she she's like, I'm going to show you. So Nesta wedged her hand between their bodies, seeking him out. Cassian groaned again, long and low, her, as her hand cupped him through the leather of his pants. The breath stole out of her the sheer size of him, obviously. The sheer size, yeah. Mm-hmm. Her mouth watered. She was aching so wet that every stitch of the seam down the center of her pants was torture. There's there's so much to unravel here, mm-hmm, but I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep going. His kiss, his kiss, his kiss turned deeper, wilder, and... She grappled with the laces and buttons of his pants. There were so many, she didn't know where to find the ones to undo <laughs> There's them. There's so many buttons. Oh, no. Her fingertips ripping at every loop, nearly clawing to get free. Cassian's panting caressed her skin as he nipped her bottom lip, her ear, her jaw. And then, I'm just going to skip a, like a line ahead. And then she lays her hand flat against him. He bucked as she rubbed the heel of her palm down his length, marveling at each inch. The heel of her palm. The heel of her palm. No, word for word. (laughs) He tore his mouth from hers. If you keep doing that, I'll... What? And then then she keeps doing it because she wants to show him. And I just... Okay, quick quick side note. He is like hundreds of years old. Mm -hmm. He is a fae. He, He has wings. He's like... This essentially almost immortal being. Yeah. He's been alive for a long time. She's like 19, Mm -hmm. 20, something like that. Mm -hmm. This guy, I just would like to reiterate, still has his pants on. This is all over the pants. (laughs) So they keep going. I'm not, I'm going to save you from all of that description. Uh, He hissed. Oh. With her name. (laughs) With her name on his lips, his hips thrust into her hand with a strength that made her core throb. Just her core. Just throb. Her core. <laughs> to the point of pain. Again, why pain? Why is it painful? It shouldn't be. Imagining that force, that size, and heat buried in her. Deep in her, sorry. Another punishing rub of her palm, a scrape of teeth at his neck, and Cassian erupted, his wings tucked in tight as he came. Each spurt of his cock shuddering through his no. pants. <laughs> Echoing along her hand as she stroked and stroked him. This immortal being just came in his pants because she touched his 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 dick over his pants. Oh, no. It was too much for him. He just... Maybe it's been a long time, okay, Marissa? <laughs> Maybe it's been a long time for him. Don't make fun and of him. She, 
she she leaves the like interaction with them by saying someone's quick off the mark so so that's just one scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we also have so sarah sarah J. moss loves to use the word cock i think she's used dick yep she's fine with naming the male anatomy she even uses balls at one point which is gonna come back up don't worry <laughs> I she she cannot say for the life of her vagina pussy or clit we have the sensitive peak oh that's a new one yeah oh but it gets better and then he raked his teeth across the sensitive peak before clamping down lightly you I feel like those words are opposites clamping (laughs) and lightly yeah and and then yeah no no i don't i didn't like it i didn't didn't enjoy that part and then we have and then we have something okay so me and alex love to just make fun of this one because sarah j moss at some point sorry girl but you decided that a great analogy to Mm -hmm. use during her sex scenes was one involving a sword Mm -hmm. and there's lots of description words that fit a sword that that can maybe be used to describe sexual intercourse shouldn't but Ken, yep. uh, so he pulled outward again, the movement long enough this time that she knew he was all, all nearly all the way in. There's no context that's important here, Mm-mm. by the way. Uh, he halted his cock barely inside of her and studied her face, a conquering warrior god. He had called her Lady Death and he was her sword. You're, you're not ready. Cassian leaned down to kiss her. As his tongue slid into her mouth, he thrust home in a mighty final push. Nesta moaned as he slammed to the hilt. No, no. Stop. This is this is actually just illegal. I like, never. Why? Was... <laughs> why should to keep like going with that analogy? So I hate it. at at another point, and I I don't. Oh no, it's it's on the next page. Sorry, I did highlight it. So they they keep going. His restraint shattered. He was on her in an instant, lifting her hips higher as he sheathed himself in a single thrust. That should be illegal. I would I would actually love if we could never use that sheathed Mm-mm. in a sex scene again. Mm-mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So then he's flipped her on her stomach mm-hmm. and he is, you know, He's sheathing her oh, inside of her, no. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so it continues. And she goes, she was utterly at his mercy and he knew it. He was snarling with this. Like, that's so not sexy, too. The snarling, like, just like saliva snarling everywhere. With, but like snarling with desire. <laughs> like, how does that even work? Like, I don't understand. I What's a snarl of desire? Uh... Is there one? Is there one? Truly? Is the truly, truly good question. So he snarls with desire, slamming home. I don't know why she likes slamming home. She likes the home. Yeah, this is home. Yep. <laughs> this is home base for Cassian. Yeah. Slamming home so hard. I can't. Slamming home so hard his balls slapped against her. The silken touch had her erupting. Her climax crashed upon her out of her, her inner muscles, muscles clenching him tight. No, no, I, uh, to this day, <laughs> I just need, I need some descriptions to stay in your head. Yeah. I don't need <laughs> to know what, 
I don't need the description of the balls. The, the sound effects. I feel like you don't need certain sound effects in your sex scene. <laughs> Let's just say that. Also, like, what a verb choice, right? Like, like we, the balls, like, it doesn't even sound good. slapping. Just slapping against just slapping. her. <laughs> slapping her real good there. And I just, I just. I just can't. I just can't with that one. No. It's not the only one. It's very one. descriptive. Oh, we still got more. We got okay. one more. We got one more. Oh, so this one is just another example of this one's this one is just he can't. He, she can't write <laughs> anything to do with vagina. So he nudged at her entrance mm-hmm. and then halted. His eyes met hers and then Cassian kissed her deeply as he slid home. Home? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, is this a baseball game? Like, this is what a baseball is game. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we have we have he slides home. I guess the third base, second base. Whatever we have a fantasy novel in which baseball. Exists. I don't even think they have the technology for showers, but we we understand baseball references. Yeah, perfectly. Why wouldn't you? Anyway, so that's the fun of reading Sarah J. Moss, and I just would like to petition that she's never allowed to use the word sheath entrance. Yeah, what can she come up with Balls. if she doesn't have those? I just... Home. Home. She's actually just never allowed to use the word home again. No. Also, and I did forget to mention this, but in a book that I didn't read but have been told about, uh, Feyre and Rizand have sex in the sky. Okay. Just over the city. Oh, what happens when they finish and where does... Where does it go? Where does it go? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry for well, yelled there. It uh, too much. it's it stays in her because that's how she gets pregnant. I just just all of it, just all Megan, of it. Just not don't a think, single just, drop. Just don't think not about not a single drop. Just don't out, think about me. that poor Faye that was just like walking home that night. Is it raining? I don't see any clouds. There's there's like memes online of like it's just like the random Faye just like walking home being like, is it raining? Oh fuck. Fair and reason are up to it again. <laughs> like just like everyone in the city being like, God damn it. Not again. Everyone stay inside. <laughs> oh no. You might get the High Lords, I don't know. Semen all over yeah, you. you oh. Or seed, I guess. Probably it's a seed. Yeah. Sarah J. Moss. We don't use the word semen. No, that's that's mm. too dirty. That's too dirty. Anyway, um, do you have another one? I do. Actually, you were talking about how Sarah J. Moss doesn't use words to describe females just men just men's um so this one is talk flirty me by livy hart and i've talked to you about it where they literally every single sex scene there's not one mention of male or female yeah i'm actually i've been curious about this because i just don't understand i don't and like so i was kind of like refreshing my memory on it and there's like one part where she uses dick but it's like not even a sex scene it's just like something about he can feel the strain of his dick in his pants or something i don't know (laughs) like it's not anywhere sexual at all so i instead of doing a scene i'm just gonna do all my favorite um sentences and words that she uses instead okay his hardness Mm-hmm. classic thumb makes slow circles over me just over me no <laughs> we don't know just where over the general <laughs> yeah. body just in the air actually it's just, just, just made circles over him i don't know um devouring the skin of my oh shoulder and collarbone i don't know why i put that sorry guys that was i think i was supposed to write more there <laughs> continuing 
um i just but also that specific line like just devouring like it really does like is he like it what, he's not a vampire he's not a zombie a zombie why are we using devouring the skin yeah um okay so this one is he's um licking her nipples but she still has her bra on so uh tickling me with mesh and wire under my nipple <laughs> until my nipple could cut glass so she she really enjoyed that oh like i'm sorry i'm so- sorry one second <laughs> Over the, he's licking he's her like, nipple while she has a bra on. Yep. So he is licking yep. her bra with the mesh end wire. The mesh end wire. Is it like a see-through bra? It might be kind of like a sexy lingerie bra, but there's the wire there. I'm just, that the and texture. Yeah, he, yeah. It doesn't sound like he's good at this. No, and uh, it makes her nipples cut glass. <laughs> so... Hardest class. There's a line in Friends because I've watched Friends one too many times where yep. Chandler is sitting next to the window smoking and mm-hmm. he says, My nipples are so, like, my nipples could cut glass over here. Yeah. And that's all I can think about. See, like, that's funny. I like that. That's a funny joke. That's a funny um, joke. I don't want it in a sex scene. Sex scene? No. No. Um, some others I have are Where I Throb, When I Free Him as she's pulling his pants down. Yeah. Um, he's stealing my palm classic guide his tip to my entry her finger traces my length shaft just shaft just shaft oh this is a sarah j moss reference i feel like when i'm sheathed oh but he uses it in the term of condom oh yeah see that even makes more sense yeah yeah it's still ick but it's less ick. it's less ick but still there yeah um we have pinch and cup and knead breasts obviously so of course you gotta do all the things like a piece of bread i don't know like what are we making like sourdough sourdough mm. gotta really work it yeah um and again wraps a hand around my length so as you can tell not a single one of those has i'm, I'm impressed you any know kind of genitalia uh, in it went far enough to say nipple so so good good job that was risky i feel like i feel like yeah she was like uh, should i add this i like, don't I know i bet you she had she had peak of my bosom or something before in the yeah, editor was like too just, much yeah, too much too much just put nipple just, well, just we gotta catch to the chase here yeah but i mean and it was really interesting because the sex scenes were like pretty decent but yeah. then i looked and i'm like there is not a single anything in there it's just yeah. all words yeah it's all words yeah right I, what do you got i have a touch of darkness okay okay so i i only actually have a, a few left but i do have some like honorable mentions that i haven't read but okay. other people have pointed me to. Uh, so this is... A Touch of Darkness is a retelling of Hades and Persephone. I read it when I was really, really trying to find the best Hades and Persephone retelling. I did not enjoy it. But also I s- tortured myself by making me read myself read the whole series. <laughs> yeah. um, and like parts of it was almost kind of cool. And then it would just fall apart. So that was kind of what we were expecting. But so they in this scene i don't really think you need to know anything persephone is like very innocent naive version of persephone uh she's not had a sexual like encounter or what she has but not not a lot and so she this is they're like by a pool of water and they're yelling at each other because of course and then she yells fuck you so it goes fuck you she snarled and jumped twining her legs around his waist she Twining her legs around his waist, she kissed him hard, 
their lips and teeth crashed together painfully. Pain again. Guys. I don't like that. But neither of them stopped. Her fingers tangled into his hair and she pulled hard, tipping his head back and kissing down his neck. They found themselves outside of the pool on the marble walkway. Persephone pushed Hades onto his back and impaled herself on his sh- on his shafted, taking him deep. The brutal movement of their bodies and breathing filled the bath. It was the most erotic thing she'd ever done. <laughs> I, again, I don't want to yuck someone's yum. I don't want to do that. But I just have to say, I feel like... I, we make fun of the ones that go too far because we're like, we would never do that in real life, all this stuff. Yeah. But they're, they're, you know, like, that's why a lot of people read this because mm-hmm. they want to fantasize about things that they would never actually do. Yeah. And I understand that. So you, in your fantasy world mm-hmm. has like, so Scarlett St. Clair, who's the author, in her fantasy world, the most erotic thing that the god of death mm-hmm. and, and the goddess of spring and like birth would do in the underworld is she would sit on top of him and fuck him. That's the most erotic. That is the most erotic thing. I cannot imagine admitting that. (laughs) Was the most erotic thing I could think of. Is just, just regular sex with the girl on top. Yeah. That's the most erotic. I this I literally read that line and I think I texted you and I was like I don't yeah. I I actually I just like I fully do not understand why this is being referred to as erotic at all. Like this no. could have just been a just a sex scene. Just a sex scene. Yeah. Maybe I would have highlighted I probably wouldn't have even remembered it. No. But the line it was the most erotic thing she'd ever done haunts me. It, it's so funny because it's like to me I'm like she's probably like writing this and then like she's like it's missing a little something something and so she just gotta say hey this is erotic <laughs> she was like in case you didn't know you're supposed to be turned on yeah like and, a lot like okay, a guys. lot like this is pretty dirty <laughs> anyway I couldn't take it seriously and yeah that was that was that was a lot yeah it's uh, it's yeah I feel like for lack of better words, the climax was in there. <laughs> you know, like I feel like she wanted it to be like she wanted that to hit harder. Yeah, and it she was like did not, and I was just like, that's. I just kind of felt embarrassed. Like mm-hmm. I was just girl. Yeah, like that's yeah. I do, get you, it. do you have any more? Yeah, I got a few more. Yeah, I got a few more too. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna just like I just I, gotta... I will say mine ramp up. Okay, here. yeah, mine too. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go. go for I'm it, going Meg. All right, so Cold Queen by Kay Webster here. Oh. There's some good ones. Okay, there's some good ones. I'm so excited to read this one. So this story is about, like, the Cold Queen, obviously Ice Queen, and this, like, king is, like, a fire king. Yeah. Which is important for this scene that I am to read to you without any context at all. Okay. As though I weigh nothing, he bounces me on his cock, taking every inch inside of me as his own. Elzira, he growls, yanking me off his throbbing cock. <laughs> I told you I was going in, going in hard here, okay? Oh my god. He tosses me on the bed, causing me to lose my breath, not giving me a second to recover before. Just, it feels the bouncing. It's just, I had to add that. I'm like, how strong is this man? <laughs> like, it's not like he has any support network at all. It's just him bouncing her. <laughs> and <laughs> no one can see it, but I'm doing hand motions, okay? And it's just 
<laughs> okay, okay. So see, she's thrown on the bed. Okay, okay. Giving me a second to recover before he's grabbing my hips and flipping me. I shriek when he yanks me roughly off the side of the bed so my ass is bared to him. His boot pushes my right leg out, parting me for uh, him. Okay. Yeah. And then his cock is invading me once more. Invading. Invading. Yep. Invading. invading. That's we the choice We need to talk about there. verbs. Yeah. You just Maybe need... Maybe not the right one. Listen, it can be violent. It can be... It can be... It can be, like, aggressive. I don't think I ever want to think of it. Like, the first word that comes to mind, again, this is your safe sex talk from Marissa and yeah. Megan. <laughs> The first word that should not come to mind when anything is happening is it invading. If you're describing something invading, I feel you're not entirely comfortable with what's happening. Yeah. I think there's other words you could have used. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyways. Yeah. After invading me once more. (laughs) Once more. Hot hands. Remember, he's a fire king. Right. Naturally. Grip my ass, sending sharp burning sensations through my flesh. So hot. So hot. So good. (laughs) That's that is what is written. Okay, guys. So hot, so hot, so good. I clench around him, desperate for the impending the or- clenching, orgasm yeah. that's teasing me. He must sense my need because he slips his hand around my front as he brutally thrusts what? into brutally? me from behind. His fingers are hot to the touch, and I fear he'll burn my most sensitive place straight from my body. But he moves them too quickly to linger in one spot long enough to do damage. The pain quickly turns to pleasure as he pushes me closer and closer to the edge of the cliff that will send me spiraling into the inferno of bliss. Ah! I cry out, (laughs) pressing back against him. Not ah! (laughs) Ah! I just love it. I'm like, this is so anticlimactic. And then, so close. His palm cracks against my ass, echoing loudly in the room. It's enough to shove me right over. A scream the, rips the, for me. Okay. All right. Yeah, that wasn't the orgasm. The ah wasn't the orgasm. The, the slap caused the, the orgasm. The slap caused good. A scream rips from me a second before my pleasure takes hold of me, jolting me hard. My body clenches around him, causing him to lose it. And an earthly growl rumbles from him. An earthly growl. Yeah, I'm like, he's a normal man. He just has fire powers. I don't know. Fire. I can feel it burning my palms, my breasts, my hair, and yet I remain right within it, safe in the fire maker's arms. Flames lick at my torso from beneath me. The furs are on fire. The room is cooking with us inside it. As his burning seed bursts into me, I give into his fires, give into <laughs> him. End scene. <laughs> no. So, no. She's an ice queen, though. Like, you know, she's fine, right? Why? Is Why is fine? there no ice happening? Yeah, no ice happening in that scene for some reason. So in Fourth Wing, I didn't actually tag this one. Very, like, kind of similar thing. Uh, So the main character can, like, she's got some, like, lightning powers yeah. kind of thing to mm-hmm. simplify it. Uh, And they, they have sex and he, he, like, controls shadows and they just, like, wreck the room. Like, they just wreck all the furniture. That's she expensive. causes, like, fires. That's expensive. And I'm just, like... And then they're like, oh, that was so funny. She's, like, causing lightning to strike directly outside this, like, room. It's like, maybe don't kill people when you have sex. I think that's not a lot to ask. Sorry, I'm still recovering from that story. It's my fave. I just, like, also, that doesn't sound... Maybe I just have too much anxiety. That doesn't sound nice. Like, that sounds... That sounds like a lot of things to be afraid of. It's just... And, like, hey, I, I will say... That he takes her into a nice cool bath after to stop the burning and he heals her. 
Um, but yeah, the the burning seed the that really that really got me. That was too much. That was too much. All right, so I have I have another one, and this is actually this is not mine. Okay, but a listener contacted me and said you cannot have a not safe for work worse sex scenes or talk about sex scenes at all in detail without talking about the haunting of Adeline and the gun scene. And I said words that I didn't really think I was going to say, which was, what is, what is the gun sex scene? Oh no. And I need, okay, so the concept of this story, I feel like you're not ready. I don't know if I'm ready, but. So it's dark romance. Okay, fair. Yep, that set me up. Mm -hmm. Yep. This scene, so I, I, I was kind of reading around the scene to get context, and then I realized I felt like I was missing something. Mm-hmm. And so what, what has happened here is this girl, Adeline, has at some point earlier gone home with a different man okay. and done some things with him. I don't think they like have sex, but they do things. And it, it turns out she's being stalked, okay? Mm-hmm. Her stalker in this scene shows up and he's like chasing her around the house it's very odd she's like fighting it off it's very very non-consensual yes and then at some point she's like biting him and making him bleed and he's like haha that's so funny like i like whatever and he calls her like little mouse like you can't that's not gonna like deter me and i'll punish you and all this stuff and then he pulls out a gun no. because he realizes, he says, you let a man touch you in here, make you come. Normally, I'd replace his fingers with my own, but I think you need something else to teach you a lesson. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And he's like, no, but you will be. And then I was like, I was not ready for the gun scene. I was not ready. And so he has a little bit of like a monologue almost. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not really. He explains why he's doing this. And then he makes her undress and she like takes off her underwear and he's like, wow, you're so turned on. Okay. Quick PSA. I feel like I'm, I'm like, if you're listening to this again, this is not sign of consent. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like bodies do things that like go beyond what we're consenting to. Like your body reacts in ways regardless of whatever. If somebody yeah. tries to tell you you being turned on is you consenting to an act, they are wrong and you should get away from them as quickly and as swiftly and as safely as possible. Yeah. But so again, and I know this is dark romance, so you know, again, we're talking about that, like, adult readers, mm. hopefully being the people who are consuming this and knowing that this is not good, but it is, you know, they're fantasizing about it because they don't actually want it to happen to them. And yeah. it crosses, you can have a different, it's a different conversation whether that's good or not. And that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But anyways, so she's, yeah. Okay. You're not ready. I wasn't <laughs> ready. I wasn't ready. Okay. So he, he puts the gun in her mouth first. Okay. And makes her suck on it right. to make sure everything's extra wet. Yep. For the fact. And he says, can never be too wet. Can you, little mouse? And then he circles, sitting up, he circles my entrance with the tip of the gun, the metal slipping against my skin. Oh my God, please do, don't. This time my words are cut off from the feel of him dipping the gun 
past my folds, just the tip, but enough to close my throat, only allowing a startled squeak to escape. Okay, it's, this is, we're not done. Oh no, Jessica, is that it? <laughs> Please be it. And uh, I can't look away. I just watch him push the gun inside me, my rounded eyes barely processing what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling. You and me both, girl. <laughs> oh my God. He, so she's like, this is really messed up. Like she's, mm. and I'm like, yeah, this is really messed up. Yeah. And then she says, she says, this is so, so fucked up. Beyond fucked up. Mm-hmm. We're with you. But when the, no but, no but. No but. But when the gun pulls out and sinks back in, a noise does slip through me as a wave of pleasure rocks through me. No. And then he says, good girl, which just made me want to vomit a little bit. And we talk about how tight and everything is down there. Of course. And he keeps going. And then he says, what did you learn? All not okay. This is all Mm -mm. not okay. Mm -mm. And she's like, I learned to not let another man touch me. Not healthy. So much of this not healthy. Yep. And who's allowed to touch you? You are. Um, And then he says, you have 10 more seconds to come. Rub your clit, baby. So Excuse me? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> so, so much is wrong. I hesitate. The last thing I want to do is allow the ma- this man the satisfaction of making me come and even worse, helping him do it. He doesn't fucking deserve it. And though my body is strung tight with desperation for it, my brain revolts against the thought. Now he growls. His eyes blazing with something carnal and dangerous. Oh, there's danger. There is a lot of danger happening here. Yes. Muttering a curse. So then she goes ahead and she does it. And she she comes. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, good girl. And um, I personally, I personally wasn't ready. I, there's a lot happening there. When somebody told me the gist of this scene, I still wasn't ready. Because I was like, okay, he shoves a gun up. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah. I wasn't ready for him to, like, be her stalker. Mm-mm. He is, in fact, by the way, the main love interest. No. Yeah. So I then was like, what happens? So I guess that is the story of this series. And then it goes, like, even darker in the next two books. So just... That's a very um, interesting um, kink, I guess you could say. Um yeah apparently in the second and third book or maybe just the third book she gets really into knife play okay yeah so in order when they're having sex she makes him cut her i'm learning a lot this episode (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) very interesting yeah so yeah there's a lot there there's a lot happening and i'm just trying to digest that um and i know you have one that also made you really uncomfortable I, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know if it's as bad as that now. Oh, really? Maybe it yeah. is. Yeah. But we're going to hop into that book now because okay. I feel, I feel less. It's uh, the time? Yeah, I feel less weird about it because at first I was like, is this kind of a weird book to talk about? But no, it's not after that. Um, this is A Bite Full of Death by S.J. Stewart. Mm-hmm. And this is the one I talked about where she's a succubus and her um, love interest is a zombie. And I just feel like that says a lot about what I'm going to say about Mm -hmm. their sex scenes. Um, First of all, they're both like creepy stalkers of each other. So we got that vibe happening. Let's just get into it. First of all, I I just want to bring up this one fascinating insult that the main character 
has. It's really funny. And I we need a little break from that last yeah, one. That last one was a lot. <laughs> she could think of so many amazing insults to throw at him. He was a bowl of dirty dildos, a cum sandwich, a discarded tampon, an anal pimple. This guy was a shit-eating beaver. A sh- shit-eating beaver. Yeah. So that's a little bit of insight into our main female character there. Okay. Okay. I'm getting uh, the vibe. <laughs> getting the vibes. So... They kind of, like, don't talk to each other. Like, they're just stalking each other. They don't actually, like, want to talk to each other because she's afraid that if she has sex with him, she's going to kill him because that's what she does as a succubus who needs to devour souls mm-hmm. um, to have an orgasm. Um, and then he's a zombie. Unfortunate for him. Yeah, unfortunate for him. Um, but he's a zombie, and she doesn't really know that at first. But eventually, she knows that. And is the implication that because he's a zombie, he she won't kill him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no way. So that's why they're, like, perfect match, obviously. Oh, perfectly perfectly matched (laughs) so he breaks into her house oh naturally Mm -hmm. naturally and she's not there at this time yeah so he decides to lay in her bed proceed to self-pleasure himself (laughs) (laughs) not just self-pleasure self-pleasure himself self-pleasure himself i mean we're (laughs) sure who and so he's just like having this like scene in his head all that stuff. A groan left him as he pulled up his shirt and came on his stomach. His balls lifted as spurts of seed decorated him. Again, I just feel like I never, like, it's never going to work. Like, no description of balls, guys. <laughs> so that happens. And he's all frustrated because it's like, he just wants to have sex with her. <laughs> he drags his hand through his cum. No, I was, I was, I was <laughs> I, w- I thought I thought the worst had happened for this particular scene. After he collects it all, no, he goes over to her pillow. Oh no! <laughs> and smears it over the fabric, and then he flips it over, and it does come up later in the book. Just so you know, and it's <laughs> so that's part one, guys, of this book. This is what I got myself into, not expecting what was going to happen. I'm yeah. What? it's on par with what i just i feel like they're they're stride for stride it's not it that's not even the worst of it he marked her pillow so it dries there and later in the book she discovers it yeah and just kind of laughs and thinks oh, it's just, really yeah, attractive okay, cool yeah, mm-hmm. because that's who they are okay well, on to least, the next one at least they found each other they found each other so she gets home he's still in her house she just like I don't know what she was doing, but she like needs to devour soul or like have an orgasm because something happened where this needs to happen. So she's self pleasuring herself, yeah, <laughs> in the bathtub. Um, there's a lot happening there. There's like a dildo on the side of the tub. Like it's a thing. Yeah. Guess who decides to have a little sneaky poo at her as oh. she's doing that, Mister Mister Zombie Mr. Pillow Dude Pillow Dude. Um, so he's watching her. Yeah. And so he decides to, again, pleasure himself. Well, yeah, naturally at this point. And I, I just gotta read it. I just can't. He came hard. His chest heaved as he felt his cum squirt out of his cock and hit her pretty black walls. <laughs> just, It's just the shock on your face. It's just, the silence that comes out. Uh I just so that I, I want to say I have so many questions, but I I have I have the opposite. I have I have negative questions. Yeah, as you should. Like I don't know what else to say about You've that. You said too much, and I I yeah. wanted to know less. Yeah. And anyways, she ends up finding out, and she just finds it funny again. 
She's um, got a great sense of humor. For I him. would be livid if I f- found someone's come on my wall personally. Yeah. I don't think that is easy to clean. I don't know. I'd well, make him clean it. Yeah. Well, I'm not cleaning. No, for sure. No. And the pillow thing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, that's a. I I want to say it's a red flag, but I feel I feel like it needs its own term. Yeah, like I don't even know what to say about it. Okay, on to the next. <laughs> yeah, but was it the most erotic thing she'd ever done? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think for her, clearly not. Probably not. This um, is what I mean. That's why this slide was just so sad. <laughs> so sad. I'm like, these are clearly more erotic than that. A little more messed up. Um. Anyways, so again, now they're like finally having their sex. Yeah, it's great. Um. It's this, great. this scene just kind of made me laugh a little bit. Uh, so impatient, she teased as he pulled her ass to the bottom of the bed and settled his hips between her thighs. He held his length of him in his hand, slapped the underside of his cock against her clit until she gasped. I don't know. That doesn't sound that enticing to me. Okay. It's, it's you know what? At this point, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's not the worst. It's not the no. worst. It just doesn't seem like very that would turn me on like you know i just like yeah it's very interesting um okay and then this is the last paragraph of this page and i don't remember what this one's about so this will be a surprise dex dragged the side of his face against hers knowing oh i'm on the wrong okay so there's so much of the book left there's a lot i'll kind of summarize the end of the book there for you when you get there but um her teeth sunk into him and a groan left him his toes curled and more cum left him constant a surge that couldn't be stopped a guttural sound left him foreign to his own ears as euphoria wrecked him. And I just think, how much, how much semen does this man have that it's constant? I just, I, and it, the surge wouldn't stop. I just, so he's a zombie. Yeah. So he's dead. Yep. So he shouldn't be producing more. So where, like, I, where's I, it coming from? Again, I, I feel like I want to say I have questions, but I actually, I don't. I don't want answers. It's I have que- yeah. that's exactly it. I have questions and I don't want them to be answered because yeah. I think the answer is probably terrifying. So yeah, that whole book was like that for me. Um, okay, and like there is a scene and like I'm not gonna like go in depth with it because it kind of made me queasy. But there's a scene like they like murder all of her kidnappers or something. Okay, uh huh. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Perfect time to have sex. Yeah. Why wouldn't you on just puddles of blood? So yeah. there's that scene. And I just, it made me uncomfy. So I just won't. You won't. I won't go everyone else yeah. to it. So if you really want to read it, go ahead. All right. So I have some like, I have, okay. So I have one more that I just, you can't, you can't have this. You can't have this podcast without mentioning Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, of course not. So, and we have, <laughs> I'm sorry. We have, I'm just going to, there's a lot in Fifty Shades of Grey that is just not good. But I, I've chosen one scene it's a rather famous scene. Okay. It's the tampon scene. Yes. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it. So his, 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 sorry, his breathing is ragged, matching mine. When did you start your period, Anastasia? He asks out of the blue. I don't think it was out of the blue, darling. Like you have a tampon in. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. Gazing down at me. Er, yesterday I mumble in my highly aroused state. Good. He releases me and turns me around. Hold on to the sink, he orders, and pulls my hips back again like he did in the playroom, so I'm bending down. He reaches between my legs and pulls on the blue string. What? And gently pulls my tampon out and tosses it into the nearby toilet. 
holy fuck sweet mother of all geez and then he's inside me ah skin against skin moving slowly at first easily testing me pushing me oh my i grip onto the sink panting forcing myself back on him feeling him inside oh the sweet agony the sweet agony (laughs) his hands clasp around my clasp my hips he sets a punishing rhythm again in out and he reaches around and finds my clitoris massaging me oh geez (laughs) i just love the oh all of her like outward exclamations are like are like i how like they're so christianly yeah they're like they're like oh my oh geez yeah um i can feel myself quicken anyway and then she comes obviously because that happened um my yeah no why the tampon getting pulled out there's a lot happening there i yeah it's it's a lot i just think like uh, like okay period sex one thing yeah but don't be touching my tampon i'll do it myself or something yeah (laughs) like like, this is this is a little weird this is getting a little too much here also i found so i found (laughs) i found people who online actually like so there's there is okay so the literary review does a yearly bad sex in fiction award and the award for 2018 i just was doing a little digging and i was just this one really got me so i need you to know that this so it's a it's a book by james frey and i i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm going to say the punctuation because there's not a lot of it okay okay so this is the scene i'm hard deep inside her fucking on the bathroom Fucking on the bathroom sink, her tight little black dress still on, her thong on the floor, my pants at my knees, our eyes locked, comma, our hearts and souls and bodies locked, period. Yeah. Come inside me, period. Come inside me, period. Come inside me, period. Okay. Okay. Just, just, just for context. Okay. I guess. Blinding, breathless, shaking, overwhelming, exploding, white, God, I come inside her, my cock throbbing we're both moaning eyes hearts souls bodies one period <laughs> wow and then i'm I, i'm not gonna read the punctuation for the rest um it's just one white god come 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 i close my eyes let out my breath come <laughs> no <laughs> I i'm just and this article, I'm going to link it if you guys want to check it out for yourself. But it just, it says, like, the writer is like, and if that wasn't make enough to make you gouge your eyes out, please enjoy the list of terrible ways in which the male nominees who didn't win, that was the one who won, uh, attempt to describe the human body. Uh, so we have her pleasure cave. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like that. <laughs> An empty vessel for what feels like disembodied consciousness. Yeah. The enameled pepper mill within her pepper mill yeah yeah her long neck her swan's neck her alice in wonderland neck coiling like a serpent like a serpent coiling down on him that just sounds terrifying that's scary that part of her actively swallowed my penis immersing it in what felt like warm butter (sighs) no i just (laughs) the actively actively swallowed my penis it's a it's a lot (laughs) 
it's it's really hard to make the warm butter not the worst part of that sentence and and they did it my ejaculation was violent and repeated again and again semen poured from me overflowing her vagina turning the ste- the sheets sticky <gasps> sticky no <laughs> that's like almost as bad as zombie man here yeah there's two more you have to yeah. bear through he kisses them, teases a nipple with his lips. It's so soft and then suddenly hard. Wow. That's what happens. Yeah. That's, the, mm-hmm. that's, that's how that works. <laughs> um, her vaginal ratchet moved in concertina. Excuse me? What did you just say? Vaginal ratchet? ratchet? Her vaginal ratchet moved in concertina. Tina like wa- concertina like waves slowly chugging my organ as a boa constrictor swallows its prey <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> anyway so i'm gonna link first this article and also the website that does the reviews because like there's just if you want to have a good laugh i just but also How maybe be a little uncomfy. Think of those words in those those words in that order. In that order, <laughs> I don't understand it. So those were all from different authors. Uh, I'm sure they won't mind if I don't go back and you know say what books they're from. But I will link the article so you can go and see for yourself. A couple of them were from the same book. Uh, Scoundrels had a few in there. So if you if you want to read more apt descriptions like that, pick up Scoundrels. Why uh, wouldn't you? Anyway, I think you have one more. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a quick honorable mention before along for the ride. I just want to shout out that they, that the author actually used uh, dick, cock, um, orgasm, and clit. And I just really appreciated that, that they just yeah. used the words that were there. I will um, say um, Vampire of the, uh, Queen of the Vampire Court mm-hmm. by Katie Robert. Shout out for just embracing what it was yeah i read that book and it is it's a lot and like there's weird scenes for sure Mm -hmm. but none of them actually made my list because i was so traumatized by other ones yeah so i feel like that's impressive that is pretty good like that was a lot of sex scenes to just be like okay and (laughs) fully named anatomy that's i appreciate that and i personally instead of like nub of pleasure i appreciate being called just clit yeah i know what you're talking about yeah there was a lot of clit there was was pussy there was i think even at parts like vagina like like it was just everything i appreciate that yeah um okay so last one here soul feud by juniper jackson so basically so about the concept of this relationship is that the main female character she like has never received oral before and it just kind of like she's just kind of like grossed out by it right. a little bit. Um, and the concept of the book is that they're both chefs, so there's a lot of food analogy in this book, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes up in the sex scenes. And I just what happens is there's a random volleyball tournament that kind of came out of nowhere, in my opinion. Yes. And she ends up injuring herself, and her love interest like brings her back to his place to help, like I don't know, help her heal somehow and like gives her like an ice bucket for her her. foot yeah take care of her 
Um, and this is all happening like in his bathroom. So she's sitting on the toilet and from there I'm like, okay, like this is just gonna be a totally normal scene where he's gonna wrap up her ankle and then maybe they'll get sexy later. I yeah. don't know. That's what I thought. Um, I think you thought wrong. I thought very wrong. <laughs> so anyways, that's the scene we're at. He starts taking her clothes off because he's running a bath for her. Yeah. And she's kind of like, why are you doing this? Like, I can take my own clothes off. But he's like, I just, I just want to take care of you. So that is the setup. Okay. He pulled down her shorts, lifting her hurt ankle gently before pulling it through the fabric. Once they were off, he flung them to the opposite side of the bathroom. He ran his hands up and down her thighs and made a low, warm sound in the back of his throat. He leaned forward and gently pressed her knees apart. Now what are you doing? She asked. He looked up at her through the fringe of his hair. I'm taking care of you. When she realized what he meant, her heart began to beat faster. Absolutely not, Raven said. I don't do that. Plus, I spent all day in the sun playing volleyball and haven't showered. All things I know, but here's something I don't know. How it good it would feel to have you in my mouth. I've been dying to know that since that night on your couch. I'm afraid you won't like it. He smiled. That's impossible. Consider everything you did today seasoning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because you have no idea how incredible you looked out there. Uh, I think you are so beautiful and talented, more powerful than you'll ever realize. And now I have a chance to know what all that tastes like. And I just have to know. But this is so confusing. It's yeah. just like compliments. And then it's just like right back to her <laughs> the seasoned the seasoned um, of her and she didn't finish what she had wanted to say because he ran his lips along the inside of her thigh it startled to shake it started to shake in response he took a deep breath everything about you is so sweet but i don't want to have to convince you and then she says okay because she's you know comfortable with him doing this yeah he leaned forward and she lost sight of his face and the thickness of her thighs. He lifted both of her legs and put them over his shoulders. She felt the tip of his tongue touch her nerves and she arched her back and gasped in pleasure. He used only his tip touching her where she was most sensitive, playing with her until she let out an audible moan. Uh, he ran his tongue all over from side to side through the fold and back again. He wiped the plate clean, then came back for seconds and thirds. Ew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, damn, you taste so good, Raven. <laughs> it keeps going that way um, as she's sitting on the toilet. And that's kind of like, I just feel like it's there's sexier places in a bathroom to have that. Yeah. Like maybe the counter, maybe the shower, maybe the bath, maybe not a toilet that may or may not be clean. Yeah. I think that's putting what got me face very close to it it's just yeah that's kind of that's that is it's distracting very distracting and also like the seasoning really <laughs> got me also the uh yeah there was a lot of there were, again just say clit. analogies yep no no clip why would there be clit? no sensitive sensitive spot nerves nerves um yeah so that was just a, a little bit of that and most of the sex scenes had some sort of food related term it's it's not terrible but it's also not great the seconds and the thirds got me i just yeah no no yeah and he the he, seasoning took me out yeah <laughs> the second and thirds kept me down <laughs> <laughs> and he did this thing where um before this part and they had sex for the first time he was like okay now let me taste what we made so he did that a couple times um and she was not having it the first time and i was like fair girl because the same um but later 
he got to taste what they made did he like it yeah that's his thing that's his thing <laughs> so yeah that was you know um, don't yuck one. someone else's yum exactly but also he's a chef he knows what he likes he's got the flavor palette listen I, it's not for me no same. it was not made for me same all right i'm sure we missed some really great scenes oh yeah maybe if people really liked this we'll, we'll do a we'll do another one but do it would two. have to be requested yeah uh because megan needs to take a break from I need her romance I, I really hope everybody enjoyed this i enjoyed doing it it was really fun at this the beginning there a little little uncomfy a little you, uncomfy but, but i feel we like got there we got to the good stuff at the end we, we got to the good stuff there's so many puns i could make but i'm not going to <laughs> so we're we're gonna do that uh we are going to draw our next topic though okay okay here we go For the last couple, I've forgotten to do the ASMR of the the the, the little things, and I um want I hope I hope it worked this time because I tried really hard. <laughs> All right, I made a face. Yeah, I was like, what <laughs> does that mean? It's it's for you. It's a good one for you. It's gonna be homework for me, Aww. which never happens. <laughs> Dream casting for your fave novels. <gasps> love it oh this is gonna be so hard for me i'm excited and you know what this is kind of a good timing because the the actor strike is over and i just feel like it's good timing yeah yeah okay i i don't know a lot of authors (laughs) i know a lot of authors you do i don't i'm really bad at remembering names Mm -hmm. so this one's gonna be this one's gonna be a little trickier for me but it's gonna be fun it's just, it's going to be a lot of me being like, who was that one person in that one movie that one time? Like Googling. I, I'll probably have to do a bit of that too. Yeah. But, you know, it's fun. It's going to be a fun one. I'm trying to convince myself. I can't even, I'm not even. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. It'll just, you know what? Take it easy. Don't, don't stress about too much. Oh my God. We've switched whatever places. Whatever you <laughs> choose, whatever you choose is going to be great. Fantastic. All right. I will say I had fun. It was weird, but I had it fun. It was weird, but fun. I, I, uh, yeah, you know, and the next part is what are we currently reading? Oh, yeah. So I'm reading, I'm reading two novels right now. So I have The Dragon Reborn by, uh, Robert Jordan, which I am reading as part of the Queens of Fantasy podcast. Mm -hmm. You can find episodes of that on your favorite streaming service. Also, if you're interested in joining our Discord, there are channels dedicated to the Queens of Fantasy podcast because it is a sister podcast to this one. Also, you can find it on social media, Queens of Fantasy Pod there. Mm-hmm. I am also reading The Liar's Dictionary, which was a little bit of a slow start. So it's been it's been on my shelf for like a little bit, like as I've been reading it, because I didn't realize that it kept doing flashbacks oh. to like the 1800s. And I was really confused. <laughs> and so I figured it out now and okay. it makes a lot more sense. Oh, good. Yep. So I'm enjoying it a lot more. So that, those are the two that I'm kind of working on. Okay. I just started Dancing at the Pity Party by Tyler Feeder. Okay. And I don't know if you remember this book, but I picked it up at a at a chapters a while ago. Okay. And basically the little subtitle is a dead mom graphic memoir. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I do remember this. Definitely a change of pace, yeah, from everything I've been reading lately. And yeah, yeah I'm like kind of excited to get into it. I think I'm ready for those vibes those vibes and probably a little sad but it's like kind of humorous it's like a humorous grieving novel 
yeah. graphic novel. Well, you know what? Sometimes that's a good way just to have somebody who, who's gone through similar things. Like, that's so important. Mm-hmm. And the the humor in those situations can really only be employed by people who have been through something similar. Because yeah. otherwise it's just mean. Yeah. It's and not good. Yeah. But it is, yeah. I was, I remember you picking this up now. Yeah. That you've said it again. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm very happy that you've started it. Yeah. So I'm excited to kind of get through that. And I think it'll be very validating. Yeah. In certain ways. That was kind of what I was trying to say, I feel like. Yeah. I think you said it in more words. I said it in more words. You said it in <laughs> fewer. One of them was simpler and one of them yeah. was maybe more exactly poetic and also strained yeah um so yeah and then i also want to start our next book our book club book yes so that is in the lives of puppets yes by tj clune yes so which i will read at some point before the book club commences if you're interested in reading that with us and hearing our thoughts live on a one to two hour discussion or even talking about it with us make sure you check out our discord server where you can you know find the appropriate channels to do that and all the information you need to participate in that otherwise i think that's it for this one we've gone a little long which i actually love i feel like we broke all the rules today and i'm absolutely all about that i will say if you want more content from us we do have an instagram channel at the book jar pod Uh, we also have as i mentioned the discord that you can find in the description of this podcast as well as nope that was it I think you said all the things. Oh, as well as our as well as our sister podcast, which I mentioned already. So those are kind of the places that you can find out more about us. And other than that, any final thoughts here, Meg? Good old best friend. That was a journey. That was a journey. That was a journey. That's all I have to say. With seasoning at the end, apparently. So thank you for joining us on that journey. And as always, keep on reading on. Bye. I wasn't ready for some of yours like I knew I knew the gist of it and I still wasn't prepared it was like going into the haunting Adeline yeah scene where I was like I was prepped for this yeah this will not surprise me oh I am surprised yeah um you know that's how I felt reading that book I uh everything I was like I don't know how I need to be feeling in this moment I I just yeah it's a lot it's a lot and it just got more and more interesting. There was like a scene where she had a strap on, on. <laughs> that happened. Um, didn't okay. even talk about that one. Um, it's so funny because yeah, like the the ones that didn't make the list. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, like that one I could definitely talk about in the future. Maybe I don't know. I was like, I don't know. That might be too much. But also the other things I talked about were a little. Were a lot too. But you uh, did good. It was good. I I wanna. I'll just tell you these because we're on the mic. But I had some honorable things that weren't like sex scenes but like funny so there was this other guy i can assure you i have what he has and more a big cock i would tear you to pieces with mine your highness no no um not sex related but funny as hell this is all in the cold queen when they are in battle and the mc is using her diamond blade things to fight (laughs) and it's literally the 
this sound it makes like 50 times in a row it's just like thwip, 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 <laughs> like 50 times in a row and i like died laughing because it's like this guy <laughs> says this like intimidating <laughs> thing and then he's like she throws her diamond blades thwip, 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 thwip. <laughs> i just like could not take it serious and then like some more action happens and then it's like thwip, 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 thwip. and i'm like so that cracked me up and then again some he's like her jiggly breasts quiver with each breath she takes not in a sexual way she's just she, breathing she's, yeah um her and breast breastily breasted down yeah, the stairs exactly thing, yeah. her breasts bouncing in tandem with her nodding um nope. and then we make love so i can watch her perfect tits bounce as the snow falls all around her there's that one um and okay. uh what else oh this is a totally random um from one of the books though it was just like at the end they're like making out and they just like are back together again after having their little fight at the end that you do mm-hmm. and the neighbor comes he's like i just need to sneak past you real quick <laughs> it was so funny and like cute and i just like love that so <laughs> that's great anyways those were just like i find that you know other than the sex scenes they're still like some funny things that happen that are like actually pretty clever yeah cute. but i mean other than the cold queen ones those were just weird 